Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Gerald back with the Guide Talk podcast. Uh, today I am solo, but that's all right. It is season two. It's been a long time coming. Um, I know some people may have been wondering where we're at, what's going on, uh, all the other questions. Um, <laughs> all I can say is. Uh, this thing is very challenging to coordinate uh, with, you know, with two individuals uh, who live very different lives and very different schedules. Uh, it is challenging. Uh, I could say for myself, my work schedule is my primary primary uh, reason for missing episodes. It is definitely difficult to work overnight and then come home and try to record during daylight hours and uh i know uh from robbie's perspective uh he has a completely new outlook on life and a whole new uh set of priorities and you know with with a wife and kids to maintain and look after it's it's very challenging to get this all done but I haven't uh, completely abandoned the podcast. I still want to uh, be a part of it and, and do it always and forever. There's so many things that have happened that I wanted to talk about over the last um, four or five, six months, however long it's been. And, um, you know, that I, we're still going to do it. It's just we need to really figure out how to do it, how to get it done uh, in a consistent way. And that's, that's where the challenge is. We just still haven't figured that out yet. But just know that we are still, uh, we still have the desire to do so. Um, but today I'm solo and because I'm solo, I just wanted to speak about myself uh, or things going on in my life uh, personally, instead of hitting the, you know, the news cycles and, and talk about those things. Uh, matter of fact, today I woke up and I was in a great mood. I'm still in a great mood, um, but I just uh, I, I had a revelation today that I posted about on my Facebook, and uh, we got some responses and you know people chiming in. But I just thought it was just really funny, uh, this revelation I made. And that revelation being that, um, man, my, my, my kids are spoiled. They really, really are. Um, I woke up this morning, like I said, in a really good mood. Uh, even though I passed out on the couch, because that's typically what I do nowadays. Uh, on my days off, I'll come home, uh, shower up, and, and I may take a brief little nap in the in the afternoon, and then uh, it'll be like three, four, five o'clock uh, in the evening, and then I'll get the surge of energy, and I'll stay up till ten, eleven, twelve one o'clock, whatever it is, and then just out of nowhere, 
the body just completely shuts down. Now, my normal work schedule is, you know, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. So I'm normally up during those hours. But for whatever reasons, on my days off, I just cannot maintain stand up. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just what it is. I try to go to sleep. Uh, well, I try to stay up, I should say, so that I stay on the same type of schedule that I have during my work work uh, schedule. So it's not like a major adjustment when I try to go back to work. But for whatever reason, I just can't do it. I go to sleep and... Um, yeah, I'm just out at midnight, one o'clock, whatever it is. And uh but I woke up this morning feeling good, feeling great. And uh I just decided I'm gonna make breakfast like I do any other day. And you know, I started getting things ready, got pulled the bacon out, turned the oven on. Um I was sitting thinking about what what should I make? Should I make um, rice, bacon, and eggs? Uh, should I do waffles? Waffles is a lot. You know, you got to measure out the flour, the bacon soda, and the sugar, and eggs, and blah, 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 blah. Or should I make pancakes, which is similar, but I don't really want to do that? Or should I do something different, or or... Should I just pull out a bowl of cereal or, oh, I know, I'm going to make French toast. It's, you know, uh, kind of fancy. It doesn't take too much work, but it, it's better than just plain cereal. It's better than just, you know, plain piece of toast with jelly on it and, and bacon and eggs or bacon and sauce or uh, sausage and eggs. Whatever your combination of proteins are. Um, but as I'm getting this stuff ready. And I'm mulling over these life choices that I'm making. I started thinking like. Wow. I'm really sitting here going back and forth with myself. Over what to feed my son. And. A lot of people that may not seem like a big deal, but it got me thinking like when I was coming up, uh, this is not stuff that I remember my parents doing for me. And like I said on my Facebook post, this is no shade towards my parents at all, it's just different. Like, I can literally remember. Less than, it's more than five, but less than 10 times that my parents legitimately got in the kitchen and cooked like breakfast for all of us. And granted, it was seven of us. So it may have been more challenging to get that done. It may have just been uh, just more efficient for telling everybody to go in the kitchen and grab a bowl of cereal. But Outside of some oatmeal, that's like the only hot meals that I really remember from my parents. 
And I'm sitting over here uh, making my son waffles from scratch, pancakes from scratch, French toast from scratch. He 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 loves over easy eggs, which what four year old even knows what an over easy egg is? Um, I know if I saw an egg and it was runny, my whole life, even to this day, as a 34 year old man, when I see a runny egg, that shit repulses me. But for him, he's so used and, and accustomed to having the over easy egg that when I make rice, it has to be an over easy egg that you put over the rice, crack it. You know, split the yolk and mix it up with the rice and then put his bacon on the side. That's how he likes it. And like I guess that from his mom and stuff, but that's how he likes it. Uh, I would never eat that. And I would not even know what that is if I'm comparing my life to his. And I know it's just a different time, different era. Um just differences, but it's really, it really had me tripped out this morning when I actually just took a moment and realized what I was doing and how it was like bothering me that I couldn't decide what, what uh, I was going to make my son from scratch because he deserves a hot meal every morning. And it had me feeling like, why the fuck am I doing all this shit like I'm cooking for this this dude like he's the king of the house you know what I mean like I don't even get a hot meal every day matter of fact I cook his breakfast french toast and bacon I didn't make eggs this morning because he really don't like them too much but and here I go just that little sentence right there should explain it but uh I made him French toast and bacon, and then I went and grabbed myself a bowl, poured some Honey Nut Cheerios in it, went and got the almond milk, and I ate Honey Nut Cheerios. Like, I'm cooking for him better than I cook for myself. That is, like, really bizarre, and it tripped me out this morning. So I posted it on... Facebook and you know some people's like yeah that's what you should do you know it's better than processed foods and blah 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 but beyond that it's I'm not even thinking about that um it just really had me realizing the differences in our upbringings um yeah and again it's no no slight to my parents, they did the best that they could do. They they raised us well. But I was like, low-key jealous of this kid. Like, dude, you don't even understand. And Christmas is coming up. You know, I guess that's probably why it really hit me so hard. Because the Christmas trees on, the lights are shining in the background. I'm looking from the kitchen. And for whatever reason, these last two, three months... Leading up to Christmas, my son's been misbehaving, acting differently. And, you know, the fact that Christmas is right around the corner hasn't slowed him up or, you know, changed his behavior or anything like that. And 
I start looking at the differences like, dude, you got it so good. All you need to do is just do the very simple things that we ask you to do. And you would have the very best life any kid could ever ask for. And uh, he he can't do it. Not all the time, anyway. Not even most of the time. About half. Half the time, it's, he does what he needs to do. And I guess if that's a, a good enough standard for you, then you would consider my son to be great. But... I don't know. It's just I expect a little bit more and a little bit more appreciation, but he don't even know what appreciation is. Now I can't fault him for that because he's only four. Anyway, um, I can't I can't say that I don't have a little animosity towards um, my parents though, because um, I've had a little a little therapy. Uh, I don't know. It just, I just think about uh, reverting back to a childlike state every time I get around them and kind of being trapped in that mental space. And you accept certain things that may not have been the greatest, but you just kind of deal with it and just roll with the punches. And I guess that's life. I guess we all, I would assume that most people are like that with their parents. Um, I mean, there are exceptions to every rule in situation where some people legitimately, you know, once they become adults, they talk to their parents very differently. Um, I mean, I don't completely revert back to, you know, that headspace. But, I mean, I have my moments, and then I have to snap out of it. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm a grown-ass man. I got kids of my own. Um, But, I don't know, man. I wish... (sighs) I do sometimes wish things were different um, when it comes to my upbringing. It would have been nice to see those things... And experience those things um, that I do for my kids. Like, beyond just, you know, the home-cooked meals and breakfast and making stuff from scratch and with the love and care and all that good stuff. But, uh, like, I played sports in high school. I only played two sports. I did track. And I did football. And those were later into my high school career. And I only remember my dad coming to one game. And never my mom. uh, Nothing. And, you know, it's kind of disappointing thinking about it because... Uh, my son just recently finished up his uh, basketball season, and I went to every game that I could go to. I missed two games, I believe. And even when I was dead tired or I had to work that day, that night, I would 
try to come in and see as much as the uh see as many games as I could um just because I wanted them to know that I support them and everything that they do uh whether it's academically or athletically and that's just the the way that I think it should be done and when junior goes to school and if he winds up playing sports um basketball or I don't know running track or whatever it is I'm going to be there I'm going to show up and I'm going to root for him and cheer and all that good stuff um but sometimes it makes me feel like my kids are spoiled and it's so funny because my sister my my sister Whitney will call it out every time when my parents do something that's completely out of norm or at least out of character from the way that they raised us she'll call it out she'd be like who are these people these are not my parents and uh yeah it's it's so funny because obviously mom and dad with the grandkids will show up and do all the things and and they get all the the special treatment or the leeway to do and say things and behave a certain way sometimes and we just be like bruh if that was me I would have been dead twice by now (laughs) but it's just different I guess and, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen when any one of my kids have uh, have kids. They're going to bring my grandchildren around and those grandchildren are going to be screaming all crazy and running around my house and knocking stuff over and breaking it and not using their manners and all those things. And I'm just like, oh, it's fine. Not a problem. That's good. It's all good. Then my kids gonna be like, what? How? How? What? How, why? If yeah, uh, if it was me, then uh. So I get it. It's it's like it's typical, man. It's just it's one of those things. It's just it's passed down. We gotta not that we have to, but it's just one of those things that's kind of innate in us. That once we reach a certain level and they're not really our kids and not they don't belong to us, that we can kind of chill and step back away from it. And I guess I guess that's my major takeaway from it is like if I really think about it, when it comes to my parents, it was because we were theirs. They wanted us to uh behave a certain way so they were hard on us they they expected certain things and no that's just what it was uh and when it comes to the special treatment just maybe they just didn't have it like that but now later on in life they do have it like that they have the time to cook a meal uh specifically for a child or whatever the case may be it's just 
don't know. I'm a little jealous of my kids. If if I be honest, that they get they get a uh, a different a different set of life experiences that I wish I had. Uh, that I believe could have you know shaped my life and and changed things for me dramatically. Uh, but no. It is what it is. They they probably wouldn't survive the life that I led, or you know, not many people probably could have. But that's that's probably why it happened to me and happened the way it did. But uh, anyway, yeah, I'm gonna keep this episode short and sweet because again, it is just me. Um, I didn't want to go too deep into it, but I just. I had this little epiphany this morning, talked about it a little bit on social media, and it just, it really uh, tripped me out. Um, <laughs> it's still, it's been, you know, probably four hours ago uh, now, and I'm still thinking about it. That's how uh, much of an effect it had on me. But I'm going to consider this the, the start of second season. Uh, of Guy Talk, and uh, hopefully we can work something out uh, as far as getting these things out pretty consistently. I don't know if it's going to be a weekly uh, show or if it's going to be monthly. Uh, I feel like if once a week is too much, that it shouldn't be too much to ask for us to try to carve out one day every month to get this done and if you know if that's what it is that's just what it is i i would um i'd be perfectly okay with once a month as long as we did it consistently um but however that goes you guys stay on stay on at, looking out for it um hopefully we we get our shit together and we uh stick to it uh but while i have your attention too if if you can direct your attention to my facebook page i posted a a link to uh an app uh where you can get uh into the stock market and then by clicking on the link and getting started you're actually helping me out it's called robin hood uh, it's something that I've been doing for the last year, getting into the stock market. If you have kids, I, I highly recommend it. I think that it is, um, important to not only educate yourself on the stock market, but, uh, start educating them just like we have these, uh, uh, these missing gaps in our, uh, curriculum these holes that should be filled by our education system that aren't such as uh, being able to do taxes and balancing checkbooks, things like that, that they should be teaching our kids in school. Um, this is also another one of those things where teaching our kids about investing and the stock market in general is one of those things where we should be 
teaching our kids as early as possible so that they can have a much better life than we have. And that's going back to everything I just talked about in this podcast. It's about setting up the next generation for success. So if you could uh, go to my Facebook page and find that link uh, for Robin Hood, you can sign up, get started. You can start with as little as $20, even less than that. It really depends on what type of stock you're trying to get, how much of that particular stock you're trying to own, and just go from there. Myself, personally, I started with $100 because I was unsure as to how the whole thing worked. I wanted to watch it and, and see if I could make money off of it, and like everything like it's the stock market i put a hundred dollars in and my first few months it started going up i ended up netting about 24 dollars or something like that in three months based off of the stocks that i own and then over time uh they can continue to rise or sometimes they fall sometimes that hundred dollars that you start off with might may end up at 82 dollars and then you're looking like damn uh what should I do? Should I hold on to this until it rebounds or should I sell it at a loss and, and cut my losses and, and go on? Uh, it's just one of those things that you have to make the right decision for yourself. Uh, I personally held on to everything that I had as long as I, I could. And one of them I had to get rid of because it just was not rebounding like at all. It was hemorrhaging money uh, and I had to get rid of it. So... I got rid of it, picked up something else, and what do you know? Started gaining money back, like, almost instantaneously. Uh, but, again, those things are for you to discover. And since Christmas is right around the corner, it's a good thing to get your kids. You know, a video game is only going to last so long. It's only It only has a specific amount of value, but a stock will last forever and it can continue to make the money if you choose the right stock and you you treat it the right way and uh yeah that's just one of my things that I'm trying to preach preach to people now so don't don't waste time and and money cuz today you have to think about it like this today stocks are as cheap as they're ever going to be so go you might as well just go out there and get it while you can all right you guys that's it for me. Uh, I hope to hear back from you guys on the episode, how you liked it, your thoughts. Uh, send me any suggestions as to any other topics that you want to hear us talk about, me talk about. And um, yeah, catch you guys on the next one.